there. And, yeah. Hey, Lord, we lift you up tonight. This is about you. It's not about us. We're here to worship you, to lift your name high, to glorify you for who you are. God, tonight we want to know you. We want to know who you are, who you are to us, God, and we just surrender ourselves before you. God, everything in this week that's been going on, we lay it down before you. God, and may we say that you are our passion. You are the one that we want. You are the one that we focus on. You are the one that we desire tonight, God. Our souls pant for you. God, everything we have, we lay before you and ask you to move. Move, Lord. Change us, shape us, shift us, God. Lord, come into this atmosphere. Lord, I pray you'd breathe your mighty breath upon us. Breathe life into us. Awake our souls, God. Lord, have your way tonight. Have your way. May it be all about you. All glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Go church. Come on down the front if you want.
Church. How are you all doing? Fantastic. Hey, you can take a seat. Uh, can I welcome you to Activate Church uh, on this fine, fine, well, it's not that fine outside. Who, like, the weather today was crazy. It was all over the place. I was, like, lying in the sun, and then it was pouring down, then it was the sun was back out. Anyone else enjoy the crazy weather at the moment? Who's, who's keen for summer? I'm just like, summer, come back. So it's time for a surf. I've had my break for long enough. It's time to come back. But hey, can I welcome you? We would love uh, just to say hi and give you a little something if this is your first time here. So just put your hands up and some of our amazing host team here in the green shirts will give you something. So if this is your first or second time, put up your hand. Church, why don't we give these people a round of applause? Say awesome. Fantastic. Hey, we just in the giving away chocolates mood uh, this evening, kind of like every week. So, who's had a birthday and they would love to come join me? I'm trying to remember Facebook this week. Anybody here? Birthdays or anniversaries? Not Grandchildren? That's fantastic. Why don't you we celebrate that? Is it, hey church, why don't we just pray uh, for the Duckett's uh, grandchild, Kayla, and Josh's little boy. Far Jonah. Jonah Wayne Duckett. Oh, Josh is here. Why don't you say so? Hey, why don't we give Josh an absolute round of applause. Awesome. Fantastic. Hey, Josh, why don't you come down? We'll pray for your family. Fantastic. Yeah, grandparents, well, parents, but grandparents as well. He was at church this morning, eh? He was looking cute. You always produce really cute babies, Josh. And most of them are ugly, but you seem to be really nice looking. <laughs> How about we pray for Jonah and the Duckett family? Father, thank you for your family. We declare blessing, health, favour and prosperity and protection over them this year. Activate your love and goodness through each one in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Fantastic. So we've got a couple of notices. So this Wednesday, it's really awesome for us to have Shane Willard here. And he's going to be sharing with us two sessions starting from 7 o'clock, 7.30, 
Yes, the youth is seven. That's where I got it. So high schoolers, we're meeting here at seven, not 6.30, so we can uh, catch Shane Willard. But it's for all ages. It's going to be incredible. So make sure you're here at 7.30 for that. But if you're high schoolers, uh, it's 7 o'clock and we'll be having uh, youth band and stuff. It will be awesome. Hey, and next Sunday morning, everyone say Sunday morning. Uh, even if you come along to the 6 p.m., if you've uh, if you've been coming for a while or if you're new and you want to find more about the DNA of Activate Church, you can come along to, pardon? Yeah, in two weeks' time on the 7th, um, we have Activate DNA. So you need to RSVP. You can do that by contacting the church office or coming talking to myself or any of the guys up the front afterwards and we'll put your name down. But it's an awesome time of finding out um, the DNA and everything you need to know about Activate Church. Cool? Fantastic. And that's done for the notices and all of that. So uh, we're going to continue with our worship now. So I'd love for you to stand and come forward. And uh, we're just going to worship God. Thanks, Aaron and the band. song that is based on the Lord's Prayer. So let's pray it as we sing it. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come quick. Your will be done the
And through us, Lord, let your kingdom come. In us and through us, Lord, let your kingdom come. Your name, Jesus. Your Your name, your name brings healing to me. Your name, Jesus. Your name, Jesus. Jesus, your name, your name brings healing to me. doesn't live here no more He doesn't live here no more Your name was spoken Your love brought healing to me Shame doesn't live here no 
fortune lies beyond the stars Those dazzling heights too vast to climb I got so high to fall so far But I found heaven as love's way my heart beating, my soul breathing. I found my life when I laid it down. A falling spirit soul. I touch the sky and my knees hit.
today's Pentecost Sunday. And um, I, I really feel in my spirit tonight that being Pentecost Sunday, it demands a response of faith from us. And let me read you a couple of verses and then we'll, we'll do something. So stay here. Don't, you don't have to go away. Just stay here. Sit on the floor if you want, whatever. It's all cool. Um, you can sit down if you'd like to for a minute. I'm going to make you stand up again soon, so take a breath. You guys can stop for a moment if you like to, but don't go anywhere, okay? Stay there. In the book of Acts, chapter 1 and verse 7, it says this. This is the words of Jesus. The Father, on his own authority, has determined the ages and epochs of history. But you have not been given this knowledge. Here is the knowledge that you need. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you will be my witnesses, first here in Jerusalem, and then beyond, Judea, Samaria, and finally to the farthest places on earth. New Zealand's probably the farthest place on earth. Actually, someone once told me that Invercargill's the furthest city in the world away from Jerusalem, so there we are. Let me read Acts chapter 2 to you. On the day of Pentecost, all the believers were meeting together in one place. Suddenly, there was a sound from heaven like the roaring of a mighty windstorm, and it filled the house where they were sitting. Then what looked like flames or tongues of fire appeared and settled on each of them. And everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit and began speaking in other languages as the Holy Spirit gave them this ability. That day, 3,000 people were added to the church. The wisdom of God is amazing and we're never going to get it fully because we're not God, which is a good thing. Because if some of you were God, it would be freaky. When we give our hearts to Jesus, the Holy Spirit comes and lives in us. He indwells in us. He lives in us. We carry him wherever we go. Whatever we're doing, he is in us. Then on the uh, day of Pentecost, we see that the Holy Spirit was poured out on people. That was the first time it happened. The, the, the uh, believers had been told to wait because God was going to pour out a gift on the people. It was the Holy Spirit. And from that day to this, we're invited to ask the Holy Spirit to pour himself out on us. The Bible calls this the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Some traditions call it the second blessing, but it doesn't really matter what you call it. The fact of the matter is the Holy Spirit wants to come and rest on your life and fill you for the purpose of witnessing, for the purpose of being filled with the Spirit to make you bold, to make me bold, to fill us with courage, to enable us to do the works and the things that he's asked us to do. And before we carry on any further tonight, being Pentecost Sunday, I would really like us to pray for any person who's not yet been filled with the Holy Spirit. The Bible says they waited eagerly. And I think tonight it would be the greatest way to move forward from here in the service would be to pray for people to be filled with the Holy Spirit if you've never been prayed. 
And if you have been prayed for the, to be filled with the Holy Spirit before and you've been released in the gift of tongues, etc., I'm going to ask you to actually help by stepping up because it says faith without works is dead. And tonight I've got some works for you to do as we pray for other people to be released in the Holy Spirit. So if you've never been baptized in the Holy Spirit and you would like to be tonight, why doesn't everybody stand again? Why don't you come down the front here? Because I want to pray for you tonight that you are released in the Holy Spirit, that you are filled with the Holy Spirit, and it probably take a little bit of boldness to come down here, but do it anyway. We're all family, friends. No one's looking except me. And I'm quite happy to wait. It's like running half-charged or running fully charged. The choice is yours. The choice is mine. We can invite the Holy Spirit. Ask Him to come on us. Fill us. Anybody else? Yeah, come on. Right, you guys stay together here because I, I really want to pray for you. I, I want to ask another group of you to be bold. If you've been prayed for in the Holy Spirit and you don't speak in tongues, I want you to come down the front. The Bible tells me that when we're filled with the Holy Spirit, we'll speak in tongues. Yeah, come on down. Great. Step forward a little bit. Just create some room. I have absolute faith. I don't have a question in me. That when we pray for you, when we lay hands on you, you will be filled with the Holy Spirit. You may or may not feel anything. That doesn't matter. And that you'll also be released to, be, to speak in tongues. But here's the deal. To speak in tongues, you've got to speak. Oh, it's deep. It's deep. But you'd be amazed how many people you pray for to be, and they want to speak in tongues, and you go, speak. And they stand there going, it's not happening. Well, of course it's not happening. You're not saying anything. The Bible says that faith... I'm just getting hot, excuse me. The, the, um, the Bible says that faith without works is dead. The works part is that you're going to step in and you're going to speak, okay? And you're going to speak whatever comes out of your mouth. And you'll probably start with English and we'll just praise God in English. And when you run out of words, keep going. And will it sound stupid? Yes. Will it feel stupid? Yes. But guess what? Everyone's going to be doing it with you. Because everyone else in the room has just said that they all speak in tongues because otherwise they'd be here. So I should do an altar call now for salvation because there's probably some liars amongst you that need to get saved. But I, listen, I want you guys to take it to another level tonight. I don't want you just to click in. Okay? and speak in tongues. I want you to step out in faith and I want you to speak in a language by faith 
that you've not spoken in before. A tongue language. Something completely new. Now by faith, you can do that. I'm going to pray that God will release that in a moment. And all you've got to do, the works, open your mouth and step into it and go with whatever comes out. Is that all right? Well, like four of you thought it was okay. Is that all right? I've discovered this. If I want to step into new places in God, I've got to take steps of faith and step out to where I feel uncomfortable. I've got to step into something new. I've got to step into a place where I'm not necessarily feeling like I'm fully in control of what has happened. I've just got to step in there and believe that God's going to take all the deficit away. And so I want you to do that tonight. I want you to speak. Not only do I want you to speak in a, a whole new tongue, I want you to speak in that whole new tongue loudly. Because your faith is going to encourage these guys to step out in faith for the first time speaking in tongues, okay? Fantastic. Flip you guys are hard work. You're scared now, aren't you? Good. God loves scared. You just do it scared, okay? You do it scared. It's going to step out in faith. Right, I think we should sing the song again. That's a good one. That's a good song to sing, so we'll sing that one again. And as we start, as these guys start to sing it, I want you guys to start to pray in tongues. One that you have not spoken in before. And don't listen to the person next to you. I've done this before and some of the sounds I've heard have just, I've been on the floor laughing. Don't worry about the person next to you because they're going to speak boldly in faith. If it sounds like Chinese, it sounds like Chinese. Don't worry about it. Go with the flow, okay? And while that's happening, how about Ray and um, Jan come and help me? We're going to lay hands on you guys, and then I want you to speak, okay? Be bold. And, and I'm telling you now, it will feel awkward. Just don't worry about that. Step through in faith. Everyone's with us all together, okay? Fantastic. Great. Why don't you guys come and help me? and you guys sing. Come on, let's start to pray. Let's start to lift our voices. Start to pray in tongues tonight. Come on, lift your voices up. Encourage these ones. Sweet and my soul fades on the wings of forever. Find me here at your feet again. Everything I am, reaching out, I surrender.
Don't get tired out there, eh? Because you're creating the environment that will release these guys with faith. So you keep pushing. You keep speaking. You keep working. For works for a reason. Takes work. Keep working.
You know, one of the marks of the Holy Spirit is joy. I think I, I think nearly everyone was released in tongues then. I think I got to most people. That's awesome. That's fantastic. That is cool. Now, what you've got to do is keep practicing because when you first step out, it's a new language. You start small, it's like a little kid, and you grow into it. Your, your, your vocabulary expands over time, and it only expands as you exercise. It's like a muscle. As you exercise the muscle, it grows. But I think that's worth celebrating. So I, I've asked Aaron if we can sing that song, Joy, that we started the service with, because I think that would be really good. And let's just celebrate Jesus for a few minutes, eh? And then we'll work out where we're going from there. But let's, let's do that. It'd be awesome. Into 
of you out there prayed in a new prayer language tonight? First time, different language than you have before? Quite a few. Awesome. Isn't that good? Yeah. Hey? It's fantastic. Love that. Yeah, grab a seat. Thank you, guys. Well done. That's very, very exciting. Well, it's Pentecost Sunday, but, well, no but, and it is also one of the weeks that we are zoning in on global mission as a church. And I trust that you've all seen one of these missions booklets. And if you haven't, they're on the seats. Take one, they're for you to take. They're really good. You can put them on your coffee table. You can leave them um, on the staff room table at work. You can leave them on the teacher's table at school. Anywhere you want. And uh, this is talking about the things that we do as a church all around the world. So I could explain it, but you've got it in front of you to read, so have a read of it. The other thing you may not have, could the host team hand these cards out, please? It would be really good. Grab hold of those and whip them around. Because tonight we're going to start to receive our faith promise offerings for global mission for the next 12 months. And um, so the deal with faith promise, this is how we do it every year, is that you pray and you ask God for an amount that you should sow into mission over the next 12 months and then run with what he gives you. It's called faith promise because often what you promise, you then need faith for it to come in so that you can give it. The deal is, though, when it comes in, give it to Global Mission. You know, when it comes in, you prayed for that extra 50000 When it comes in, it's not like a new car. It's the money you prayed for Mission, so give it to Mission. And um, it's the way we do, the, the way that we raise our budget for missions here every year. And I want to encourage you to be involved. It's not about how much money you sow into it, but be involved. It's what we do at Activate Church. It's part of being part of Activate Church is that we sow into global missions. In our house, if you come round to our home, when we sit round the table for a meal, we pray. That's what we do. It's the custom of our family. We pray, we say grace before we eat. At Activate Church, we sow into global mission. It's what we do. And so I encourage you to, to sow into it and, and to pray and ask God, you know, with some thought what you need to sow into it, but allow him to stretch you a little bit. But please be involved. Be involved some way. It would be really, really good. You will also see that on the other side of the card, there is a list of names there of some of our missionaries that send out newsletters. And you can, if you want to get on their newsletter database so you receive their newsletters, you can tick on that, and we'll make sure that that happens. Also, the other thing is at the bottom, you'll see it's got vision offering. This year... We want to receive our vision offering the same time as receiving the, the missions one. Normally the vision offering, we ask you to, to sow that straight away and the, the faith promise for the mission comes in over the next 12 years, uh, 12 years, try 12 months. Um, the, the, this year it's not quite so important that the vision offering comes in immediately because what we're doing this year is we are starting a fund, a seed fund, that'll uh, build up over time, accumulate, and it will help us develop our community campus in the future. And uh, you've most likely heard me talk about that. Let me throw up a quick diagram for you. Uh, 
here we go, here we go. Come up there, look at that. Yeah, that's the architect's picture. Um, the community campus. Now, I can't tell you the Māori name tonight because I cannot remember it all properly yet, but what it means is a campus for the wholeness of the people. The wholeness of the people. And our dream is to develop a community campus, an open community campus for the people of Hamilton on this side of the river, the thumbprint of the kingdom of God on this side of the river, and it will be a place where people can come and we will be able to help them with medical care, social services care, education, the church, and other things as well. And that's the dream going forward. I do not talk about it much because it is a fairly large goal that we have. And I'm very aware that it moves slowly. And I don't want you to get all hyped about it like it's going to happen next week because it's not going to. This is a long-term vision that God is unfolding through us. But I can tell you this, in the last 18 months, we've made very, very significant steps toward the dream. And all of a sudden, it'll pop up out of the ground and you go, oh my goodness, how did that happen? It's happened because we've been working on it for a lot of years. Can I ask you to pray for this, though? There are two buildings that we really need. And the owners of those buildings have finally um, succumbed <laughs> to talking to us. But at the moment, they're saying, well, you can buy that building, but not that one. And if you want to pay that one, you've got to buy that one, you've got to pay one and a half times what it's worth. Well, we need God to move and soften their hearts because I need both buildings, and we want to buy them at a fair market rate. We don't want a bargain basement. We want a fair market rate. But we need God to move their hearts into that position because they really are key properties for us to do what we want to do. So can I ask you to pray into that? Would be great. And that's what the vision offering is going toward. Now, having said all of that, it's awesome tonight because we've got David and Venka with us. And they're all the, way, all the way from Tauranga right now, but they were all the way from Germany last year and Asia the years before that. And these guys, are, um, they were two missionaries that we're supporting who are now married and have children. And that is like awesome. And they're going to give us a bit of an update of what's going on for them. Why don't you give them a hand? Okay, it's uh, over three years since we were here last, so it's good to be back. And um, firstly, we just want to say thank you so much for your ongoing support, uh, which enables us to do what we are doing. And um, so when we left here three years ago, our plan was to go back to Asia, where we had been working uh, with a Muslim people group there. Uh, our plans didn't quite work out as what we had planned, but um, we've seen God's hand in that. And really, there was a time when we felt like we should surrender our plans of going back. And that was the moment when God opened doors. And one thing he opened up was con connecting to a useful lady. Useful is the people group um, on our hearts. And she was just living 10 minutes down the road. And she was not just anyone, but she was the one translating useful language to German for those who come as refugees, as asylum seekers. So she was connected very much, and we had a chance to connect to the same people group in Germany. So yeah, thankful. So when I was thinking back about this, I was reminded of a verse, um, Ephesians 2.10, which says, um, God has prepared good works in advance for us, that we should walk in them. And this is not just for us, it's for every one of you. God has prepared good works. Uh, these are not good works to be saved by, um, but these are good works that he wants to see his kingdom come to this earth 
through through those works. And um, another thing we'd been involved in was um, giving advice to some agricultural projects uh, in Asia. And the countries where we've been working, they're between northwest China and Turkey, so all those Stan countries that you hardly ever hear anything about. Quite interesting countries. Um, when I started university about 17 years ago up at Waikato doing earth science here, God put in my heart to, to use that, what I was studying, in missions. That's what he'd put in my heart. And I've, we've seen him open up those doors. So another verse I wanted to share was um, Philippians 2.13, which says that God works in us to will and to do according to his good pleasure. He puts desires in our hearts and he outworks them when we cooperate with him. Yeah, and one desire we have thinking of a country like that, Astan, that we feel God wants us in. Um, yeah, I've had the chance to learn useful language, and it's you know very much connected to this new country we're looking at. And yeah, my dream is to use it in a technique called storytelling, which is just um, really telling the books of the Bible in a vivid way, in you know dialoguing, finding treasures in this. And there's another dream that David has. Um, yeah, I connected to the agricultural theme. This country that God's put on our heart, it's had a really terrible history of, um, uh, I guess you'd call it environmental degradation through the, the way they've done agriculture, using pesticide rates at like 50 times what's normal for years and years. And um, we'd really love to see uh, God's kingdom come through agriculture that seems to be what, the, what he's put in our hearts. Yeah, thank you so much for praying for us and supporting us. Thanks. Thank you. Stay, stay up here. He's clever, eh? Yeah. He's yeah. really smart. Ashley, why don't you come out here and pray for them, eh? Ashley Bennett. Seem you're, you're the... Because I've got little children. Did you notice that? I, th I think it would be great if you prayed for them. You prayed God would bless them and he would great. Hi, be I'm with Ashley. them as they carry on. Nice to meet you guys. Father God, I thank you for this family. I thank you for the, the, just the dream that you've placed on their heart. Father, the wisdom and what they're heading into. Yeah. God, this is something that um, you've obviously made them passionate about. I just pray that you'd bless them in that, Father, that they'd, they'd see doors open that they never thought were possible. God, that your anointing would rest on them. Father, that they'd have the right words and, um, and wisdom to speak to those around them um, who need their hearts softened yeah. in this area, Father. Amen. And um, I just, I see um, wealth and providence for you guys like you haven't known before. Um, and I really believe that as you take this step of faith, whatever, I don't know what you're about to step into, but I believe that you're, you're in the journey of taking that step of faith, um, that you're just going to see doors open and um, blessing of heaven and kingdom flow come. So I call that out, I declare it, and I look forward to hearing good things. Amen. Thank you, Father. Amen. 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 Bless Amen. you guys. Thank you for coming today. And I wonder what things will look like in another three years. <laughs> hey, we've talked about Pentecost Sunday, and it's really good, and I want to just highlight a couple of scriptures for you on mission. Let me tell you why, because Pentecost is mission. 
Pentecost is all about mission. That's what Pentecost was about. We read Acts chapter 2 before, and you'll notice that when the Holy Spirit came on the, the church, when it came on the Jews at the time, because it was Jews first, then it was Gentiles, was going out. But when, it, when the Holy Spirit came on the church, he came on them, and then they spoke in different languages that people in the environment understood. And the nature of God is that whenever he blesses, whenever he comes, whenever he pours his spirit, it has an outflow. And the outflow is what we call mission. It's about people getting connected with God. That's the heart of mission. That's what mission is about. That's what God asked us to do. In Matthew 20, you'll see he tells us to go and make disciples of all nations. And that's what it is, you see. The Holy Spirit comes. He empowers out. It's always out. I know it's lovely to stand in church and it's lovely to worship together and, and we can get in the presence of God and you can sense his presence and sometimes you can get all goosebumpy and, and, and sometimes you can really just this great tangible sense of the presence of God amongst us. As good as that is, the power of God comes to go. It comes, his power comes to go. I hate it if I said it. I said it then because it is not it. It is he. It is he. The Holy Spirit is a person. It is not an it. It is a he. He is a person with a um, personality, with an identity. He. So when the power comes, it, not really. When the power comes, he goes out because he's all about touching the world. He's about transforming the world. And he wants to do it through us. Ephesians chapter 4 tells us that uh, God gave gifts to the church. Apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, and evangelists. And he did that so that the church would be brought to maturity. A church that mature is a church that looks out, not a church that looks in. A church or a people that are mature are a people that look out and not in. That's why we say wherever, whenever, be like Jesus. Because mature believers are Jesus wherever they are. They're not waiting. Faith and works. Faith and works. Wherever we are, faith and works. Mature believer looks like our values on the wall. Purposed, big-hearted, courageous, kingdom-focused and belonging. That's what a mature believer looks like in our language. Those people look out. They're always looking out. That's our job. I caught someone last week. I caught them a little bit by surprise. It wasn't really fair. And I said to them, I heard it was a good service this morning. And they said, in jest. They said, oh, yeah, but what's, what's said in here stays in here. We keep it in the four walls, won't we? What's said? I said, what do you mean? Everything about us at the church is to get outside the four walls. Everything. Don't keep anything a secret that happens in here. Because anything that happens in here, I believe, is going to empower and encourage people to connect with Jesus, and that's what we're called to do. Nothing in church is a secret, except that special handshake. <laughs> let, let me read this to you. Matthew 28. These, this is Jesus speaking. I am here speaking with all authority of God, who has commanded me to give you this commission. Go out. And make disciples in all the nations. Ceremonially wash them through baptism in the name of the triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Then disciple them. Form them 
in the practices and postures that I have taught you and show them how to follow the commands I have laid down for you and I will be with you day after day to the end of the age. After a lot of thinking, I've come to the point where I think the best way I can help you to form in the practices and the postures of God is not some flash program. It's to point you in the direction of the Holy Spirit. He is the best discipler. He is the best discipleship program. He is wisdom. He is counsel. All the other things, tools, have great value. But the best is the Holy Spirit sent by God to live in you and on you, to develop you in the things of God, to encourage you, to make you bold, to uh, give you wisdom, and to give you the ability to do the things that God has called you to do. The things God's called you to do are different to the things he's called me to do. But they're the same, if that makes sense. We're on the same mission, but we pray different parts. The Holy Spirit is the best discipler. You want to grow as a disciple of Christ? Get to know the Holy Spirit. The Scriptures, absolutely vital. The Scriptures are absolutely vital. They are the living Word of God. Revelation comes through the Scriptures. But you need to get to know the Holy Spirit. He's the interface, I guess you could use the word. Every time we interact with God, we're interacting with the Holy Spirit. Get to know the Holy Spirit. Greatest discipler the world's ever seen. Pentecost is about empowering the church for mission. Mission is about connecting people with God. It's that simple. And tonight, I wonder if there's any person in this building who's yet to ask Jesus into their world as Lord and Saviour. Or perhaps you have previously, and then for whatever reason you've stepped back. Or maybe tonight's the night that you need to step forward again and reconnect with Jesus. Maybe if you've never invited Jesus into your world, tonight's the night you need to do that for the first time. Get on a journey with God. It's your choice. No one's going to make you do it. No one's going to hold your arm up behind your back and say, you must. You get to choose. Can I just tell you two things about the choice? When we choose Jesus, we choose to walk with Jesus, we walk with God, which is the way we're designed, by the way, have God in our world. When we choose to walk with him, we don't only choose for this life, but we choose for the, all of eternity. But the other side of the coin is also true. If we choose that we want to have nothing to do with him in this life, we can do that, that's fine. It's not fine, but we can choose to do that. But the same is also true for eternity. So today I would encourage you to think it through. And if you've never chosen Jesus, how about choosing him tonight? How about inviting him into your world tonight and starting the greatest journey you could ever have? Can you bow your heads just for a moment? Give the person to your left and right privacy. I'm going to ask you in just a second if you want to give 
your world into Jesus' hands. If you want to invite Jesus into your life and you want to start to walk with him, be that for the very first time. As I said earlier, maybe you have and for whatever reason you've stepped back. And if you're saying yes to Jesus, I want you to lift your hand tonight and give me a little wave. We'll get someone to pray with you at the end and we'll start. You'll start on your journey. We'll do anything we can to help you. It's the greatest decision you'll ever make. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody goes to the Father except by me. It all starts by inviting Jesus into our world. Tonight, if you're sitting here and it's, your heart's pumping, your hands might be sweating, that'll be the Holy Spirit talking to you, saying, come on, you need to make a move tonight, you need to connect. If that's you, be it for the very first time or whether you're coming back and saying, Jesus, I've made a mess of it, but I'm going to try again. If that's you, can you give me a little wave so I can see your hand? I'm only going to wait a couple of seconds, so be bold if that's you. Make sure I see your hand, please. Okay, that's great. Well, what we're going to do now is as we finish the service is I want to encourage you to fill in these forms and come up and place them in the boxes. These are our faith commitment for mission. This is putting, this is works to the faith. Faith without works is dead. It's putting legs on it. And um, actually, before we do that, do you want to play the hello video from India? That'd be great, Owen. So this is the Punjab where we're working. And um, we're working up there in the north of India. All of the Activate churches are doing this as a partnership now as well. And so if I was talking to you and you showed interest in coming to India in November with me and I said, great, I'll come back to you on that, I'm now not going to come back to you on that, okay? Because we've had a change of strategy. So instead of taking a team from here in November, what I'm doing is taking the Activate pastors and a couple of other strategic people across um, there so that they can um, meet the people on the ground, they can build the relationships. Then from next year, that means we'll have numbers of teams going. And uh, the other pastors will be able to take teams as well. So what it will mean is there'll actually be greater opportunity for us to get involved as a church over there. So um, next year, it'll look a bit different. Um, but this year, it'll change the strategy. Long term, it'll be much better. And it'll also actually relieve a little bit of the, um, the, the busyness of it off me and spread the load lighter, which will be great. So that's what's happening. But let's play the video. This is Pastor Surinder, his family. This is where he lives in India. Daha. Need to turn it up a bit, Aaron. I think here.
He really didn't want to do that video. I made him sit there. And uh, I felt sorry for him, but I wanted it anyway. They're just a wonderful family, and uh, it's a wonderful church over there. And as time goes by, I really encourage you to take one of the opportunities to get over there. You will be a blessing to them, but it'll do something in your heart that cannot happen by staying in New Zealand. It'll do something special in your heart. Look, as we finish, can I encourage you to, to fill in the form? And if you're not prepared tonight and you want to go and pray about it, that's great. But we're going to start to receive this tonight. And my prayer is that every person gets involved. I'm, the money will take care of itself. My greatest priority is that every person is on the journey. Because you get on the journey and God will start to do something in your heart that's bigger than you, that's bigger than Hamilton, that's bigger than New Zealand. It'll be something kingdom. But it will not happen until such time as you sow something. And then God will start to work in you. So pray, ask God if he's given you a number tonight, put it on. No one checks up to make sure that you pay this. It's by faith. The commitment's between you and God. But I encourage you, if you already know what you want to give, Jan and I worked ours out. We put it in this morning. If you know what you want to give, can I encourage you to fill out the form and then rather than just dropping it in the box really randomly, how about you, you come to the box and if you're on your own, do it on your own. If you're here with your family or your spouse or whatever, come together. And before you drop it in, pray God's blessing on it. Say, Father, this is in faith. My expectation and my prayer is that you will provide so that we can see the nations of the world blessed and touched with the kingdom of God. And then as you put it in, believe that God's going to undertake to fulfill whatever you've promised in the next 12 months. Cool? Fantastic. Lord, I thank you for Pentecost. I thank you that Pentecost is mission. I thank you for the legacy that we have as a church of sowing globally. And Father, I pray that this year as we continue to step into that place, one of the marks of what you're doing would be that a whole lot of new people would get on board with sowing into global mission. And Father, I ask that you would stir our hearts this week, even as we go about our normal business, wherever, wherever, that we would be on the front foot, understanding that we're God carriers, being like Jesus, wherever, whenever, in Jesus' name, amen. Let's give Pastor Sheridan a hand. So we're going to sing now. Um, we're going to sing that song, Touch the Sky, as uh, we invite you to come up and uh, give your faith giving card. And if, um, if you're not quite ready, take this time to reflect, um, pray, and spend time asking for what, uh, for what you should give um, to faith, uh, to global missions. Cool? So why don't you all stand and uh, just come down when you're ready and, 
And if you just want time to pray, then this is an awesome time to seek God right now. Thanks, man.
I was 15 when I made my first um, faith commitment. This is not just for your parents. Um, this is for you too. And uh, I, I had a part-time job teaching swimming at that time. And, and I can remember it. I had an AP for it. And I just remember um, it was just a powerful time. It really just connected me to the church a whole lot more. And uh, so, yeah. So I just encourage you, it doesn't matter how old you are, it doesn't really matter the amount even. It's just that you're responding to God and being involved in mission. Is that cool? Fantastic. Hey, and also would love uh, for you to remember that we are a purpose church in our giving. So there is um, giving stations just through the doors um, on either doors that you exit this evening. Cool? Great. Hey, have a great week. Have a blessed week. And uh, we will see you on Wednesday night with Shane Willard. Fantastic. And the young adults are going to the helm as well. Choice.